In the early days of building this company, Chatbooks, I made a bucket list of dream partners and Rifle Paper Company was at the very top of that list. And then in 2016, my dreams came true. And since then, we have sold thousands and thousands of beautiful chapbooks with their designer covers. And in fact, I just bought a bunch of them for my mom and dad and all of my brothers and sisters for Christmas. It was our family's 2019 year in review book. Well, today I get to chat with the creative genius behind the Rifle Paper Company, Anna Rifle Bond. And I'm so excited for you to get to know her a little bit as we talk about entrepreneurship and juggling work and family and what she's looking forward to most in 2020. Are you looking for real life tried and true tips and tricks to help with all the nitty gritty stuff of mom life? Well, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Mom Force. Okay. Hello, Anna. Hi. I wish so much that I was there with you in Florida right now. It's like 30 degrees here in Utah. Yeah, it is quite lovely here. I grew up in Florida, and I think my blood is still thin. And I love Utah in the summers, but the winters are tough for me. So, Anna, your company is based in Winter Park, Florida. That's just up the road from where I grew up. Yes. I'm sitting here right now in our office in one of our meeting rooms. Um, The sun is shining, I am sure. Did you grow up in Florida? How did you guys end up there? Nathan, my husband, did, but I grew up in Summit, New Jersey, and moved down here for a job, I think, in the beginning of 2006. Okay. So it's been quite a while since I've been here. It probably took half that time to feel like I was actually a Floridian, but slowly growing on me. My husband's from Connecticut, and when I met him, he said, just so you know, I'm never living in Florida. Oh, yes. I said the same thing. I was like, I'll move to any state but Florida. Of course, no. that's where you end up. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's not such a bad place. No, it's This not. is such a treat for me to get to chat with you. And was it a year ago that we had lunch together? Or was that two years ago? I can't remember. I know I was pregnant, but since I had two babies back yeah. to back, I'm like, I can't remember which <laughs> you lost track. Okay, no, I think you were pregnant with number three. You were just barely pregnant. You hadn't even announced it yet. Yeah, that sounds right. My husband, Nate, and I were in town visiting our family because that's where I grew up and all my family is there. And it was a treat to get to have lunch and get to meet face to face the founders of one of my absolute favorite brands of all time, Rifle Paper Company. Now, I know I'm not the only one who's obsessed with your designs and with your aesthetic. We have sold thousands and thousands of your designer chapbooks covers in the last three years. (laughs) But I don't know if everyone is familiar with your founding story. Rifle Paper Company got started with your wedding invitations. Is that right? Yes, ours and also some for friends. So I had been freelancing at that point and kind of fell into wedding stationery through friends and then my own. And it was the first thing that really seemed to resonate with people. Like I immediately started to get inquiries from brides and it just felt like something that people were responding to and was different. So I started seizing that and thinking about stationery and it was really the perfect mix of illustration and graphic design and all the things that I really loved coming together. Because it felt really new and fresh. No one was doing what you were doing at the time. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of illustrated stationery. It was a lot of letterpress in the boutique brands. So it felt very different at the time to come in and do something full color printed, illustrated, and sort of put that in a category that was boutique and special. And I also know that you co-founded the business with your husband, which I love because my husband is also my co-founder. But I'm very curious to other husband-wife teams, what has your experience been like building a business together? Well, in some ways, I tell people it's kind of all we've known. I don't know what it would be like if we had a period of time where we didn't 
worked together and then all of a sudden decided to, even when we were dating, it felt like there were creative projects we did together for his band or one thing or the other. So all the stationery started taking off right after we got married. So it was kind of there from the beginning. So in that sense, it, it's like all I've known, but it's definitely gone through different iterations over the years. We've had, you know, the times we're working together every single day. It's intense. You're growing a business. And then now we're in a phase where we don't necessarily meet every single day at work and we're in kind of a different phase and have definitely learned how to work together in a better and different way. I don't know. I think that what I love about it is that I have a partner that I fully trust and we can be brutally honest with each other. And I think that that's necessary in the business relationship. And so you're, you're just kind of doing it in every aspect of life and have to figure that out. And I think it benefits the business when it's done right and then also benefits marriage. Yep, because you have shared priorities outside of the business too. And those are really important priorities. In fact, you yeah. have three three little boys right now that are pretty important. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so how has motherhood changed the way you work or even your creative process? Because you've been designing, or at least in the beginning, you did all of the illustrations and the paintings, all the original artwork, right? Yeah, and I still do most of it every moment counts at work because mm -hmm. you're trying to get home. Whereas before kids is like, it was still very important. I worked a lot, but I, I worked a ton late at night. My creative time is midnight to 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that just <laughs> does not work with children. So even almost five years into having kids, it's still tough. There have been times where I'm like, you know, what? I just have to pull that schedule to get this done. And so we kind of work it out who are trading off. But yeah, I just think priorities change and um, you have to carve out that time and then make use of it and be really efficient with your time and kind of evaluate everything that's on your plate and if it's worth it or not. So yeah, I think it's a good thing to have to go through that and really look at everything in that through that lens. And probably every new season or new quarter in the business, you know, requires different things of you and so you have to be flexible and adjust and that's mm -hmm. where it comes really handy that your partner, your business partner is also your life partner. I, I definitely feel that in my own life. Yeah, yeah, we can sort of give and take, like pick up, you know, he understands when I'm like, you know, this week is just absolutely crazy. I need you to step in a bit more, vice versa. So Anna's husband is also named Nathan. My husband's <laughs> named Nathan. There must be some magic in that. But you guys, so you started the business together as newlyweds, kind of spun out out of, you know, making your own wedding invitations. So your marriage has kind of grown with your business. My husband and I, we started our business 20 years after being married. And whenever people ask me how we make it work, I say, well, we survived 20 years of marriage and seven kids. We can do anything together. <laughs> yes, that's amazing. But it proves that you can do it either way. I'm curious, though, one of the things that I really struggle with is turning off work when I get home. So my kids are all in school all day. I go to work at nine when they go to school. And then I really try to be home by three when they get home. Mm -hmm. But it's so hard for me to flip that switch and go into mom mode. What's your secret for doing that or oh, your strategy? Do you have a secret? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's that's hard. why I'm asking you. <laughs> well, I know it doesn't work. And that's to try to do both for sure. Monday, the kids were sick. I was home with them. I was trying to kind of do both things. And, it, you know, I can't get to everything for work. They're upset because... My attention is not there. And I think it just, I think when you're home, you just have to be dedicated and just say like, I can't, even when I come home from work at the end of the day, like I can't look at something during bedtime routine. And that's just sort of known. Maybe I can pick back up and look at something after they're in bed, but it just has to be that dedicated time. 
and I'm trying to put my phone totally away so it's not even there and I'm not tempted to look at it because I think even when you're trying not to, you just instinctively pick it up or you see an alert for an email and you get distracted. So I'm trying to just remove it from the equation. And I think that helps a lot. That's where I have fallen in love with my Apple Watch because I can put my <laughs> phone away, but still like at a glance, no, is this a red alert or is this something I can get to later? Except I need you, Anna, to create a rifle uh, Apple Watch band. That would make this a lot better looking. I think we actually are doing that. <gasps> oh my goodness. I, we saw some samples, so in the oh, works. Okay, I'm going to be first in line. It'll match my iPhone rifle phone cover. Yeah, we just did the AirPod cases. So those have been one of our best yes. sellers before Christmas. I love how you've expanded your vision about how you work as your family was growing. But you're also expanding your company in ways that you probably hadn't imagined when you first started. You know, when we started, we didn't have this big grand business plan and mapped out what we wanted to do. I knew I loved stationery, but I also knew in the back of my head that I hoped it would get to something bigger. I didn't really know what that was, but... It's been really fun to see the art evolve onto different things. And I think the brand really at the heart of it is about the illustrations and the art. And so it can be translated to these different mediums. And it's been really fun to learn about rugs and how textiles work and the limitations there. A creative part of the process and working on wallpaper right now, that's been really fun. It's cool to see how the art gets taken and put in these different places and we're sort of creating this rifle world. Which all of your super fans are thrilled about. Colorful and happy, hopefully. (laughs) Yes, it is. That's what that's the word that I used to describe it. It's so happy, cheerful and optimistic. Yeah, happy. That's probably what I hear the most from people is that it makes them happy. And that in turn makes me very happy because, you know, I think that that's enough, you know, just colorful and happy and bring a little joy to people's desks or their lives or their home. That's what we're all about. I love that. And I love how you were open to expanding the vision. Like when you guys started, it was stationary and art prints, right? And now you're like taking over the world. It's going to be a rifle <laughs> world. <laughs> the world is your oyster. So as you're you know, on the road for world domination, do you ever, as, as a mom, as a business owner, do you ever feel like you're losing it? Like everything's crashing down? <laughs> I mean, not literally, but like emotionally. Yes. Funny enough, you ask because I feel like this morning was one of those moments. Oh, gosh. (laughs) No, I think, you know, holidays are coming up, Mm -hmm. wrapping up work at the end of the day. This is sort of a crazy time for us. We have trade shows right after the new year. So all this product is due and, you know, all the kids have been sick this week. It just like Aww. all came to a head <laughs> this morning. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> no Christmas presents. Yeah. Well, you're not the only one in that <laughs> feeling that same thing. And that's the way it usually happens. Like everything hits at once. And it's just like to test us, I think, <laughs> to see yeah. how strong we are. Well, what's your strategy? What? How did you handle this morning? You know, I think that's the time, like Nathan and I working together, that's some of the benefit because I think that we often, when we go through those times, ideally it's not at the same time. And thankfully it usually isn't. So, you know, of course I'm venting to him this morning and he's reminding me that, I mean, and I know this too, at the end of the day, we're creating products, cards, like they're not, it's not the end of the world if a greeting card goes out late. I love the saying, there's no such thing as an art emergency. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I tell myself that a lot. And so I think just putting things into perspective, and I had to just say today, 
Um, when I got into the office, I was like, listen, I can't, I just can't. This bucket of stuff is just going to have to wait until after the new year. And hopefully the consequences of that are, you know, I think that they'll be fine. But, uh, you know, sometimes you just feel like the weight of it and you forget that you can just be like, I just need more time. <laughs> and it's going to be okay to say that. So I think just taking a step back, like having a cup of coffee and reprioritizing and realizing that it's okay. Not everything is not going to get done. My children will have Christmas presents at least one or two. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how old is your oldest? He's four and a half. Okay, so he's young enough that he won't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. The other two, they don't even know what's going on. So yeah, so you're you're good there. Oh, I loved what you said. There's no such thing as an art emergency. That is so good. But I'm curious about you know the heart of an artist. My daughter is an artist. She's a singer songwriter, and she was getting music degree hoping to make a career out of this. But then she started to feel this pressure of having to monetize her art and was so conflicted about it because it's this creative outlet and her, like her happy place. So I'm wondering how you've juggled that through you know, your passion for your art and then this booming business. Well, in some ways, I feel like I'm more of a designer than I am an artist, if that makes sense. You know, I think that what makes me really happy is creating art for products and seeing like I love every part of the process from the ideas to the packaging to how it's made. I find it very fascinating to learn about the manufacturing process and the limitations. So it never really feels like the art is being commercialized because I feel like that's what I'm making it for. And okay. for me, part of the success of the artwork is if it sells or not and people resonate with it. So it's not really coming from like a personal fulfillment. It is personal and it is me and it's what I love, but that whole process is what makes me really happy. And I think if I were to do art for the sake of art for a gallery show or something, it would be totally different. I'm not even sure what would I would do. So I think for me, it, that's part of what's really fun about it and that it doesn't have to feel like a negative thing. Do you feel any insecurity about, about what you're putting out into the world? Uh, like if people like it or not? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think it's, but it's kind of a fun challenge. We, because twice a year we have these meetings where we kind of go through the sales of products and decide what to cut from the line and what's working. You kind of see all the rankings and, you know, sometimes it, you're like, oh, bummer. Like nobody, nobody bought that one. I thought that was really great. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I, I think at this point, because we're 10 years in, probably in the beginning, I, I felt probably took things more personally on that side of it. But now I think I have a better understanding going into products, what I think will sell and what won't. And it's kind of part of the fun of it, like trying to guess what will work and what won't. And then there's things that we do that we know aren't going to be bestsellers, but just that we feel passionate about or that I feel really strongly about. What's an example of that? Hmm. It could be like, you know, florals do really well for us. So sometimes when we try things that aren't floral, whether it's more of a simple print or something graphic, that can be more of a risk. Mm -hmm. Or maybe a quirky color of something. Usually things, I don't know, we did this bright yellow notepad one time. I was really excited about it. And I, even, I think I even put it on Instagram, do you guys like this yellow? And it was like, yes, we love it. And then nobody bought it. Oh. <laughs> it <was not> <laughs> like, like, thanks, yes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um you know, it's it's interesting what how people respond and, and people's reactions to things. But I don't feel like I feel like frozen by it, though. Yeah. 
That's good. I, I still have a hard time reading app reviews or any type of feedback <laughs> because I still very yeah. much feel like this is my baby. This company's my baby. And don't you mess. <laughs> well, you guys probably, you get more of that than we do. Yeah, we do. We don't have reviews. I actually didn't know that you guys have been in business for 10 years. That's a long time. Yeah. I just finished my year in review book. I looked back through all of my photos from this year. And made a 2019 chapbook with your gorgeous rifle paper center cover. <laughs> and looking back over this year, I realized, man, we had some high highs and some low lows. It was, it's been a rough year for our family. But yeah. in honor of your year in review book covers, I wanted to ask you, what was your best moment of 2019? Or like the best, biggest lesson learned? Well, Louie, my youngest, arrived Louis. in 2019. I love so that name. <laughs> he's my best, I guess. How old is he now? He's eight months. Oh my gosh, that is the juiciest age. I love that age. <laughs> yes, I feel like we're, we're leaving the, the baby newborn phase and things are starting to get fun. And Having three kids, you and Nathan are outnumbered. Have you felt the <laughs> that? How has that affected your, your home life? It's a little wild, you know, well, Louie and Ronan, my second, they're only, they're exactly 12 months apart. So that yeah. is a little crazy. Irish twins. Isn't that what they call that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's impressive, Anna. <laughs> so um, I feel like I barely knew what two is like. We just went right into three. Yeah. But I, you know, you just have to, you just have to like accept the craziness I learned, you know, when t right after we had Louie, yeah, I was trying to like get it so nobody was crying at the same time. Nathan was like, one of them is just going to be crying. <laughs> just accept it. <laughs> this is our life now. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Just one of them will be crying at this point. So no, it's fun. It's really, it's really cute to see them start to play together now that Louis is crawling and they all, even this young, are like tackling on top of each other. And it's oh, really sweet to see them playing together. Love that. Well, with three boys, it's about to get rowdier and rowdier. So, <laughs> so yeah, I thought yeah, my, I've just like given up on the house. Like, okay. I love it. All right. Well, what about 2020? I'm curious, what are you looking forward to most in 2020? Mm. I think I'm looking forward to a lot of things we have planned for the company. We're trying to get into more categories, more in home and gift and really expand our product line. And we've internally been hiring a lot of people, really trying to set ourselves up well internally to support that growth. So you know, part of that is a big part of it is the creative team and me figuring out how to delegate more and you know how can we how can we dream up all these big ideas and make them happen and so i think we'll be sort of digging into a lot of that in 2020 and 2021 so hopefully over the next two years we'll have even more new products and categories coming out. That's awesome. Okay, well, that sounds also like a lot of work. I hope you yeah, have no. a, good a good vacation <laughs> planned as well. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Well, Anna, you're amazing, and I love what you're doing, and I love how you've helped our company grow with your designer covers. Yeah, it's been so fun to work with you guys. Thank you for taking us on three years ago. That was seriously just a highlight for me in my career, so... Oh, thanks. No, I love what you guys do. Um, it's so fun to be part of it. Well, I hope all you guys listening, now is a good time to go into your camera roll, make an album of all of your favorite photos of 2019, and make your very own year in review book, and use the code PODCAST20 to get 20% off your order, and make sure you get a rifle cover on it, for heaven's <laughs> sakes. They're amazing. Thank you. All right, Anna, thank you so much for joining us today. All right, Happy New too. Year. Bye. Thank you so much for being here with us. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe and let us know what you think. 
Also, check out the show notes for links to the things we talked about. And you can find a special chapbooks discount code. All right, we'll see you next week.